0: This message was recorded at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Salvation Center, where we're maximizing potential and fulfilling destiny. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to the following message. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anybody in here other than me have something to be thankful for this morning? Oh, God. You know, some, if, we, if you'll think, you'll thank him. If you'll just think, you'll thank him, because he's never stopped. He's never stopped thinking about you. He's always thinking about you when you when you have shoved him to the back, to the background. He has you at the forefront of his mind. He's always thinking about you. But if you'll just think, church, you know you gotta thank him. Amen. Amen. Somebody laid down last night with every intention of getting up this morning and couldn't. But if you were able to kick your leg across the bed this morning, stand up in your right mind, come on now. God kept fresh blood running to your head and you didn't wake up brain dead. Come on, you got something to thank him for. You got got something to thank him for. Forget, forget about the cars and the house and all the stuff. You got up this morning in your right mind. You better thank him. I know he rocked somebody to sleep last night, but you got up this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Before you slipped your, your, your foot into that shoe, you 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 got up. So, okay, we, we, we get up and we prepare ourselves to come into the church and into the the fellowship of the saints, and then sometimes we forget. We forget that he rocked us all night long. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you know he had you all night long? All night long. So if you'll think, church, you got to thank him. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please be seated. I, I, first of all, I want to thank God for the opportunity to be here this morning. And to our senior pastor and co-pastor, God bless you. We love you. We love you. This man and woman of God is a treasure. And Lord put this in my spirit, so i got to share it, Pastor. They're, they're, the workings of the church um, are many and Fascinating. And there's always something going on. Amen? Amen. There's always something going on. There's, a, there's, there's this going on. There's that going on. And the, our pastors have, a, they have shepherd hearts. Amen? Amen. They have shepherd's hearts. You're blessed that our pastor has shepherd's hearts. But like shepherds, shepherds want to run behind the sheep and help them and, and lift them up and, and do all the things because that's our hearts. But if we let the shepherd, if we let our shepherd be exposed to everything out there. Come on, help me. If we, if we, if we, if we allow him to be, to be exposed to everything, then, then by the time he get here on Sunday, anybody know what I'm talking about? And that's why God has in his words armor bearers. Amen. I don't know who I'm talking to you can't say A-band, so just say ouch, amen. <laughs> but, but I'm talking to somebody who knows in, the, in their spirit, who knows, as Dr. Varner would say, in their knower, in their knower, that they are called to hold up our senior pastor and our co-pastor, Amen. To, and and, and they, don't, they shouldn't have to ask you to call you and say, what would you do? No, what God put on your heart, amen? Amen? I don't know who that was for, but I was being obedient, amen? Um, one of the things that I, I laugh about, Pastor talks about me being retired and, 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 and me being, and my wife and I being retired. Look, we're not tired, amen? We are not tired. I'm going to ask my wife how this works. We are not tired. What I wanted to do was come here like my pastor with his cell phone, see. And, and, and I'm going to grab my cell phone. I'm going to do it, pastor. Amen. Retired, not tired. Amen. Amen. All right. So, So would you agree with me that we're all sinners saved by grace? Let me get that in. Yeah, open that up for me. Would you agree that, that, we're, that we're all sin-natured? Come on. It's okay. That, that, we're, that we're all sinners first, saved by grace. So if we're sinners first, sinners Born into sin, amen? But we're saved. And, and, that's, and that's the issue. We're born into sin, but my God saved me. Amen? And my God saved you. But what we tend to do is reside in the sin section. Amen? We have we have at the forefront of our minds our sinful nature. And we and that blinds us to who God really is. It it it, it, it blocks our view of his salvation. Amen? Amen. In us. And so we, we we're born in sin and then we're blind to the loving kindness, to the relenting love of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We're we're blind. And sometimes we're not blind and we won't look. Well, this morning, I'll, I want to spend our, a few minutes on the subject. Hands up, eyes open. Amen? Hands up, eyes open. Because the eye, what? To the soul. The eye, It said that the eyes, our eyes are uh, the secret passes to our souls. And what we see and what we look at, okay? If you're looking at something you got no business looking at, that's, that's your sin nature. But if you're looking to God for who he says he is, if you're looking to God for who he, what he has promised you he's going to do, and church, you need to know he does just what he says, amen? He's not like us. He will do what he says he's going to do. But if we're not looking to him, then we're not seeing him. And all we're seeing is our sin nature. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. This sin has clouded our ability to think clearly about the nature of God. So we're not thinking and we're not seeing. We're not thinking. We talked about this yesterday. Our our thoughts are supposed to be like God's thoughts, amen? We're not thinking, but we're not even seeing. So, Paul, in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4, he says, But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together, hallelujah, in Christ Jesus, by grace you have been saved. He didn't stop there. And raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places. In Christ Jesus. So, so, that, so that we, our place, our station, our station is with Christ Jesus. It's not, it, your station is not your current condition. Your station is not where you live, the block you stay on. Your station, your place is where God placed you and sets you up in the same place as Christ Jesus. Amen? Does your Bible say that? Does your Bible say that? I don't know what somebody told you about who you are and what you can't do, but I'm telling you what God says about you this morning, and what he says about you is that he has raised you up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may may feel down, but you know your God has raised you up, and if you will understand that he has done that, and if you will see him in that way, you will rise up above all the, the... the distractions and the stuff down here in the world, amen? Yeah. That's what I want you to see this morning. In verse 6, he says, and raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places. He raised you up and he wants you to sit there, amen? amen. He raised you up and he wants you to park yourself there, amen? Amen? He raised you up, and he wants you to stay there. Not, 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 not somewhere off in, into the worldly things, but he raised you up, and he wants you to stay there. Amen? Yeah. Stay there. Why? Because he did it. Pastor Cole didn't do it. Pastor Sonny didn't do it. God did it. Yeah. Yeah. He raised you up out of your current condition, and we'll deal with that later. But you need to know that, that your current condition has nothing to do with your current position in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Amen? And we'll get to that later. But in this text, please grab this. He has raised you up together. So that's your station. Amen? Tell your neighbor, that's my station. I'm raised up together with Christ Jesus. Amen. And in, and in this text, you see the word together used three times in verse 5 and 6 to highlight our union With Christ. First in the resurrection, then in the ascension, and then in the present rule at God's right hand. See, we are in a partnership with Christ Jesus, church. I know you you feel like because of what you did last week or because of where you come from or who your daddy or your mama is, that you you don't you're not entitled to that. You're entitled to everything the word of God says you are entitled to. Amen? Grab a hold to this this morning. I know the enemy does not want you to receive this. But he is a liar. Amen? He, he, look, God wants you to have everything that he has for you. And, and the only way we're going to get it is to go to him, is to look to him. To look to who he is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he has, he has raised you up and set you together in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. And in this partnership, you you share in his resurrection, you share in his ascension, and in his present rule at God's right hand. Amen? Amen? From this place of partnership, church, he grants that we will share in the present works of his kingdom. Verse 6, and he raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places. I'm repeating this because you need to know, please, you need to know where you actually are, where he actually put you. Amen? You need to, you need to understand where you really are. I, I, you may not feel like it. Your, your, your automobile may not look like it. Your, your bank account may not look like it. But if you'll look past all that stuff, because they're just distractions, God has already placed you. He has already raised you up and set you in heavenly places. Amen. Where? With Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Long before your mother and your father knew you, before, long before you were a twinkle in your daddy's eye, God knew you. Amen. 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 Jeremiah 1.5 says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That was done before all of this stuff here in the world. That was done, that was done way before, that was done way before. Look, that plan was set before your mama met your daddy. Amen. It was set, tell your neighbor, it was already set. Amen. Before, before you were a twinkle in your daddy's eye, God had already sanctified you. Amen. The New New American Standard Version reads, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I consecrated you. Jesus. Jesus. And sometimes it's hard for us to receive this because of all the stuff that's going on in our lives. And that's why we have to grasp, we have to grab and hold on to the Word of God. So no matter what somebody else says, you you say, No, this is what God said about me. Amen. Amen. I, I, we, we've all got naysayers and haters. Come on. We do. We got, we, got, we got some naysayers and haters, but this is what God says about me. Amen? Amen. This, is what, this, this is what my daddy says about me. I know you don't like me. I know, you, I know you're not happy about how, uh, how blessed I am, but my Father in heaven says this about me. I, he has raised me up and set me in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. I don't have time for this mess down here with you. Amen? <laughs> Look, if you don't give the devil nothing, he won't have nothing. Amen? If you don't give him your time, if you don't give him your mind, if you don't give him, your, if you don't give him an inch, he won't have one. If you don't open the door, he won't stick his foot in it. Amen? Amen. Amen. We have been set apart, anointed to do some amazing things, church. And that's why I'm so excited here this morning because each and every one of us have been, have been put in a place there, there has been a plan set in motion for you to do some amazing things some unthinkable things you think you know what you want God to do for you that is absolutely nothing compared to what he's going to do if you let him amen you think well I, if God would just do this for me if God would just oh if he would just if he would just put this in my bank account if he would just if he would just uh, give me a hookup over here no 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 God God has much more for you than that. Amen? Amen. He, he, he has much more for you than that. He wants to bless you with some things that you could never think about. He wants, and, and here's the thing, you may not, it may not be the things you ask for, but it's the things that you need. Amen? Amen? Amen. 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 And our issue is that, our, that, that we, we see it from our perspective. For what we see, God promised Abraham and Sarah that he would give him a child. Abraham was 100 years old. Sarah was 90. And when, and when, when Sarah got wind of it, she laughed. <laughs> what? God had promised that she would be a mother to the nations. One hundred years old, and my bride is ninety. How's that? How's that work, God? How, how, how's, that, how's How's this? How's this going to roll out? God not only gave them a son. Amen. But she nursed that child. And in that day, Hebrew Hebrew women nursed their children from between three and five years. So she nursed that child for five years. When she got done nursing him, she was 95. Amen? She was 95. 95. So whatever it is you think God's not going to do in your life because maybe you think this, is, this point has passed, passed you by or, or this season has passed you by, this, that's what you see. When Sarah saw herself, when she saw the wrinkles on her hands and she saw her body, she laughed. She said, oh, this couldn't be. But those are no problems for God. Amen? Your, your issues that you see about yourself or your situation, there is nothing that God can't handle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ask Sarah. (laughs) Ask ask that girl, Pastor. (laughs) Because she just she it was it was funny to her because she was ninety. And it was even funnier to him because he was a hundred. Amen. But God is not, no, not a respecter of age or time or location because he stands outside of time and space. Hallelujah. 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 It doesn't matter what your condition is. It's that your position is what counts in, God, in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Your condition may look raggedy, <laughs> but your, your position before God is perfect. Tell your neighbor it's perfect. And these things have to do with our perspective. It has been said that our perspective is 99% of our reality. Uh, 99% of our, so if we're basing what God is going to do on our perspective, on how we see stuff, we're leaving God a very small percentage to work with, aren't we? And, and folk live out tiny portions of their lives, tiny portions of what God has for their lives because they only give God a tiny portion to work with. Amen? Amen. And, but God wants you to, to have it all, not a small percentage, not 10%, not 40%, not even 70%. He wants you to have 100% of what he has planned for your life. And so it's a matter of how we see God if we see him as this unrelenting, loving God that he is, then, then we'll start to, to walk like he sees us. We'll start to talk like he sees us. We'll start to think about ourselves the way he thinks about us. Amen? Amen. Amen. Are there any gamers out here this morning? Video games? Any, any gamers? There's one. One. That brother, that brother, put, that brother—he's going, he's going, and, and, his, and his wife is going. You better put your hand up. You better. <laughs> so we have a few gamers in the house, but there's not much we can do about the distractions down here on earth. There's not much we can do about this stuff that's clouding our vision about who God really is. Amen. Amen. But. With the advent of portable devices like a GPS, compass, and and network, we can now design a layer over top of the real world, contain all the new information, ideas, and experiences. This is called augmented reality. Amen? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Amen. Augmented reality. And what it is, is when, if, you, if you have a, a video phone and you click on your camera and you hold your camera up, there, there is a, a layer, there's an there's a augmented view that is layered on top of the person you're trying to take a picture of. Amen? So, so if we'll see God through an overlaid, augmented view, then we'll see him larger than we're seeing him currently. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? In other words, what we want to do now is we want to magnify our view of God. And because we have the the technology of a a phone, we have the GPS, uh, we can now look at God for who he really is. Amen? And not be so distracted. Ephesians Chapter 1, verse 11. In him also we have obtained an inheritance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. Verse 13. In him we, he also trusted after You heard the word of faith, the gospel of your salvation, in whom, having believed, you were sealed. Tell your neighbor, sealed. Sealed. You were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. The Holy Spirit is revealed here in verse 13, where he is the sealer, the author, the author. Authorizing the the believer to represent Christ Jesus. So what God did with you when He raised you up and set you uh, right next to Christ Jesus, He sealed it. Amen? Amen. He sealed it. Have you ever have you ever had to uh, to put a put a cover over something because you didn't want it, you didn't want it to get spoiled? I, I'm not a good cook, but I, I know some, some some chefs out here. You you'll you'll put a pot over here, but you better cover it. Amen. Amen? So what, and so what the Holy Spirit is, he's the sealer so that you don't go bad. Amen? He's the sealer so you don't go bad. You know, well, Pastor, you know, I'm saved, sanctified, and on my way to heaven anyway. Yeah, right, but you took the top off the pot, amen, and you are on your way to hell. Because you, you run off and under, God's seal. Amen? And the word of God says that you were sealed by the Holy Spirit which authorize you to represent Christ Jesus, amen? Verse 17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, hallelujah, may give to you the spirit of wisdom, how you think, the spirit of wisdom, how you think, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of wisdom, how we think, the spirit of wisdom and the revelation lets you know some stuff. Let you know, in other words, tell you some secrets, amen? amen. They're not a secret to him. They're not, they're, they are a secret to everybody else, but he's going to give you some revelatory information so you can move forward in the kingdom of God, amen. Amen. amen? 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 He doesn't want you to sit still. He's already positioned you. He wants you to sit in that place, but he doesn't want you to run with the folks down here. So in that place, you have authority to do some things, amen? You have some authority to run some things. You have authority to be the head and not the tail. And then he gives you the wisdom to walk it out. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. He'll give you the wisdom and the poise to walk it out. No, he doesn't want you to run around with an S on your chest talking about because I am a child of the king. I am a child of the king. I am a child of the king. You don't need to do that. Jesus didn't have it on his sleeves. He'll give you the wisdom and the poise to walk in humility, amen, amen. Amen. Is this helping anybody? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Verse 17, verse 17 and and chapter three, verse five, he is the revealer, enlightener of our hearts. God as Abba Father, amen. Abba is the Aramaic word for father in relation to personal intimacy and purpose. Abba. Jesus in the morning called him Abba because his father was his laughter in the morning and Abba at night because he was his peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got to call him Daddy. Hallelujah. Because he is your father peace at night, and he is your joy in the morning. Amen? Amen. Verse 18, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling. There it is. That you may know what is the hope of his calling. That you may know what is the hope of his calling, church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Did I read that correctly? That you're, that The eyes of your understanding, your peepers, the eyes of your understanding be what? Be enlightened. Hallelujah. Look up, church. Look to the hill from where your help comes from. Your help comes from the Lord. Open your eyes. Hold your hands up. Praise him. Give him the praise. Hallelujah. And if you're looking at him, you won't have time to concentrate on this stuff down here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says that. He says that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches, hallelujah, of the glory, of the inheritance to the saints. You got something coming. Amen. You you got something coming. But if you don't, if you, if you're not looking at him, if you're really not looking at him, if you're looking. I'm going to do this. If you're you're not looking at your neighbor, if you're not looking at, if you're not looking in your neighbor's backyard, (laughs) amen? Oh, come on, oh, come on with me now. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. If if you're not looking at, at, if you're not looking at what, what your neighbor's driving, amen? Ah. If you can't say amen, just say ouch. <laughs> because, because he because he wants he, want, he, want, he 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 wants he, he desperately wants our eyes to be open and to be enlightened. And to, and the word enlightened means that if, if you if your eyes are enlightened, you're not looking at anybody else. stuff. Oh, God, I said it, Pastor. You, if, your, if your eyes are enlightened and you're looking at the Father to see him, to, to recognize all that he's doing in your life, that all that he has done in your life, but all that he has purposed for your life, if your, li- if your eyes are enlightened, your eyes are open, and you're looking at him, you got no time to be looking at what's going on at your neighbor's house. Amen? Come on. Amen? Ask your neighbor what you're looking at. The eyes of your understanding literally means that your heart may may receive the brightness of hope, church. That the lights would come on in your heart so that the wealth of God's investment in you can be clearly understood. See? He is your Father in heaven, and he wants you to know him. Amen? But you must open your eyes, the eyes of your understanding, so you can actually see him. How many of you know that the Old Testament is a New Testament concealed and the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed? Hallelujah. Did you know that? The Old Testament is a New Testament Hidden. Thank you, Pastor. And <laughs> the New Testament, what? Because there are two, there are two folk I wanna, I'm going to conclude with this, this morning. Moses and Joseph. Moses, as a child, was on his mother's lap being nursed. And she knew that he was going to be taken away soon. That Pharaoh had said all the Hebrew boys must be tossed into, into the river. And so she knew that that, that that boy was not going to be there alone with her. He, she knew that she had to, to, to pour some stuff into him before he was taken away. But what God has ordained to do is going to come to pass. Amen? And so you know know the story that she took uh, the baby down to the river and took her daughter with her. And then then she set the baby in a little uh, basket made of pitch. And she told her daughter to stay there, because she couldn't bear to see what was going to happen to her son. And of course, Pharaoh's daughter comes along, sees the baby, oh, goo-goo-goo-goo-goo, go. and, <laughs> and, and, and then it, it happened that, that the, she had sent the maidservant off to get the child, she brought the child, and then said, well, how you going to nurse it? You know, Shall I run and get somebody to nurse the child? And then, who gets the child? The mother! The mother. What God has ordained will come to pass, Amen? 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 Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But here's, but here's what I want you to see, because the whole time Moses was on, his, uh, was on his mother's lap being nursed, his eyes were focused on his mama. Those, imagine those, those little wondering eyes of that baby, she's nursing him, and, and she's talking to him, and he's and he's, and he's, and he's, but his eyes is focused on his mama. And his, his eyes is focused on her, and his ears are focused on her. And so she's nursing that baby, and you know, back in that day, again, they nursed her for five years. So, so she she nursed that baby. But he but Moses listened as a child, as a baby, as an infant, to what his mama was saying. As a result of that, in the book of Genesis, a quarter of Genesis. Well, what, what was she talking about? What is she telling about? She's talking about Joseph. Amen. She told him about Joseph. So as a result. A quarter, a full quarter of the book of Genesis talks about Joseph. Verse chapter 30 through chapter 50 is all about Joseph. And then God dismisses the creation of the universe in five words. Why is that? Because Joseph is kind of like us, he was born into a family, he had five brothers. And they didn't particularly care about him. They didn't care for him. <laughs> Why? Because the favor of God was on Joseph. And Joseph knew from the time he was born that God had favored him, that God had anointed him. And his daddy knew it. What did his daddy do? He put a coat on him. And this, this angered the brothers. What did the brothers do? Amen. Amen. When God blesses you, you just. When God puts a coat on you, when God puts, puts some money in your bank account, folk try to throw some shade on you, don't they? <laughs> but every situation, from being thrown in a pit, pastor, from being sexually harassed, thrown in jail, in every situation, Joseph came out. Why? Because Joseph had favor. Why? Because Joseph knew what God had for him. And no matter what his situation, he always knew what God knew. Amen? No matter what the situation, he knew what God knew. And he was saying about himself what God was saying about himself. And so when he finally got to Pharaoh, (laughs) when he finally got to Pharaoh and was able to interpret that dream, Pharaoh said, you know, Who else can we find that that can do this? It must be God. (laughs) Amen? Pharaoh said it must be God? Look, if God can bless a murderer and divide the Red Sea, he can use a Pharaoh to speak forth. Amen? Over your life. Point. I'm going to go. Be careful about rejecting a word over your life because who's carrying it? Amen? God will use who He chooses, and you will know the spirit behind that before it gets to you. Amen? Oftentimes because of how it looks or because of where it came from. It may not be uh, somebody on, your, on the right side of the neighborhood. But be, be, be careful not to reject the spirit of the Lord when he comes to send a word to you. Because what God says about you is exactly what he means. Amen? 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 It may not look good to you right now. Your condition, your, you look at yourself, you look at your home, you might look at your bank account. It might be relationships. It might be that that you've been depressed. And you how can God do something with this? How can God do something with with a wretch like me? How how can God do something with me? Look, church, your 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 condition may may need some work, but you are perfectly positioned before God. Amen? Amen. It is never your your condition, your health, or or your wealth. It is always your position, our position before God. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. Your your condition may need some work. There's some areas areas that you see on yourself that that can use some some repairs. But you are positioned perfectly. Amen? Amen? It's not your condition. It's your position before God. Before God, and your position before God becomes clearer and clearer and clearer as you start focusing more and more on Him. Amen. 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 Hands up. Hallelujah. Eyes open. Hands up. Eyes open. Hands up. Eyes open. Hands up. (laughs) eyes open. You don't have time to deal with the stuff down here on the the land. Hands up, eyes open, because you know who God called you to be. You know what he said about you. You know what he's done for you. You know how far he's brought you. You know how much he's blessed you. You know how hard he's kept you. You know how he rocked you all night long last night. You know how much he loves you. You know how much he cares for you. You know how much he got to keep you. You know that he is going to keep you. You know that he is going to exalt you. You know what he's gonna do for you. You know it in your heart because he told you. Hallelujah. 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 You know some things. You know some things down in your heart. You know some things that God has raised you up. Hallelujah. And set you and set you up. It's a setup church. It's a setup. It's a setup. You thought that you had made your way and matriculated through life. It's a setup. It was a setup. It was a setup to bless you. God bless you. We hope you've been blessed by this message. We encourage you to fellowship with us here at Salvation Center if you're in the San Antonio area. For more information, visit our website at www.rccgsanantonio.org.